0: Jotaro, uh, please forgive me. Dio, Dio paid me up front. Uh, I'll give you that money.
1: What you owe me, you can't pay for. With money.
0: I, Jonathan Starr will lend you my strength, great-great-grandson. Although I was resting peacefully with the spirit of my beloved arena, the evil machinations of Dio have summoned my spirit to fight beside you. I am grateful that through the fists of this star platinum, I can end this legacy of evil once and for all. Now, let us go, great great grandson. Let the honor of the Joe Stars flow through our blows, and let the side of justice prevail. Ora!
1: Here's your receipt.
0: And welcome to No Dignity, the podcast about the cultural phenomenon. That is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I am one of your co hosts, Chris Ng. And
1: I'm Alex Vargas.
0: Um, And uh, here's your general spoiler warning we talk about anything from any part. So, you know, just get over it already. If you've been following along at this point, like, come on, you should know. This shouldn't be news. No. But if you have selected this episode at random, um, yeah, we talk about anything from any part, so, uh, run away if you're some kind of dirty part skipper.
1: I, I don't even associate with you if you're a part skipper. I don't want you on my podcast, alright?
0: Did you, did you see the meme that was going around that said, uh, when, when my friend watches part one and part two, but skips part three? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and then it's a picture of Risotto going, you're a walking contradiction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I had someone... They they told me that they finished part three recently. I was like, oh cool, you're going to part four. They're like, yeah. I don't know why they didn't fight Dio at the end, and they skipped. What? <laughs> what? they skipped half of part three, and like they were already halfway through part four. <clears throat> and I was like, I, I don't know how to help you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, what do you do with that? Oh boy. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, speaking of part three and part four. We are talking today about the theory of stand ghosts. Ooh! Now I know stands are often referred to as a punchy ghost, but um, it's a very common favorite fan theory that um, the stands of our beloved Joe Stars are actually the reincarnated spirits of uh, previous Joe Stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big one, of course, being Jonathan as Star Platinum. But there's a couple others I would like to float by. I have, I've been doing some thinking on this. And a couple other theories I've heard. Uh, so let's just get into it.
1: All right, all right, all right. I am fully ready for this. I, this is the first time I actually prepared for a podcast. Don't listen to that, viewers.
0: What? <laughs> Jeez. Um, so what do you think about Jonathan as Star Platinum?
1: Jonathan is Star Platinum? Well, I think we're forgetting Jonathan's stand, first off. Let's not just start with the popular one.
0: Okay, alright, let's do this
1: Alright, Jonathan's stand I believe that Jonathan had two stands, actually He is a, uh, he's a multi, he's a dual wielder If you'll uh, hear me out here His first okay. stand, Speedwagon <laughs> Music reference Special ability, he's got his little sharp hat He's always besides him
0: Yeah
1: Right? Uh, okay. And he's one of those stands that uh, keeps on after your death
0: Oh, like, uh, like Notorious Chase
1: if you say that near me again i'm quitting this podcast I'm so, okay i'm sorry
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah and like notorious Big. so so he's like an automated remote control stand yeah. that appeared in in uh ogre ogre street
1: yes and obviously it's genetic too because you know uh joseph feels the effects Jodro feels the effects uh josuke feels the effects everyone feels the yeah. effects of the Speedwagon oh. Foundation.
0: That's true. Okay. All okay. Right.
1: Now, right. uh, Jonathan's second stand, the passion, or at least that's the name it was given uh, much later on, uh, the passion, uh, it can actually sense emotion.
0: Okay. So this is like a big gray area that no one's quite like defined on, even myself. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of assumed that Jonathan's stand is the hermit purple-like thing that Dio has. Yes. Right?
1: Yeah. That's basically the theory.
0: Um, and so does it, is it outlined that it has different abilities in Hermit Purple or are we just assuming it's got the same thing?
1: Um, it's outlined that it has at the very least one unique ability compared to Hermit Purple. Okay. Uh, and that is, uh, emotional sensing. You can basically tell how you feel.
0: Hmm. <laughs> and,
1: uh, that's a big part into how Dio had, uh, got Kakioin and Polnareff, uh, all wrapped up into his, uh, you know, dealings.
0: Hmm. Actually, that does make a lot of sense because he does have a lot of influence and control for someone who was fished out of the water like four years before.
1: <laughs> and who's like over 100 years old.
0: Yeah, and I I guess I had chalked that up to standard vampire powers, although it was never outlined in Jojo vampirism that they have the charming hypnosis stuff.
1: I, I mean, like, if he couldn't convince the lady... To be part of his army. You know, the one that he had her eat her own baby.
0: Um, Yeah, but that was like... I mean, Dio's manipulative. Mm-hmm. And then he has a lot of coercive force in there, right? Like, he's like, I'm scary, so do what you're told. Mm-hmm. But, you know, classic vampires have sort of like a hypnotizing seduction power. Oh, I know that. So, like, I guess that's what I thought that that was, but it kind of makes... More sense if he was using Jonathan's stand to kind of get into your head a little bit and then manipulate stuff like that. That kind of makes sense to me, and I actually like that.
1: I think that's also how he knew Whole Horse is going to shoot him in the head,
0: because
1: uh, he was like, "I got a clear shot right here. I I can do it right now. I can end him right here, right now."
0: For all those women you disrespected, I know Dio. I don't know
1: how Whole Horse even put
0: up with him. That
1: dude just disrespects women. We didn't even get to see Midler. That's how much disrespect she got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so um, how does this tie into Star Platinum? Oh,
1: okay. Well, let's go ahead and tie this into Star Platinum. Okay, okay so yeah. assuming that Jonathan is Star Platinum, uh, come back from the dead to defeat Dio, who has also kind of come back from the dead, but not really dead. Um, Well, the first one is obviously it looks kind of like him. It's got the pauldrons on the side, it's big, it's blue, and as we Mm -hmm. all know, Jonathan is famous for being big and blue.
0: He's got the same knuckle, blisters,
1: knuckle dusters kind of thing going on. Um, He punches things in rapid succession, and I mean absolute rapid succession, to uh, great success. He's
0: definitely the buffest of all stands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He is the buffest of all stands. I don't know, I think think, uh, Magician's Red. Rivals him a little, you know, buff chicken status.
0: That's true. I mean, the hand is is pretty bloated too. But as I said before, the hand looks uncomfortable with its <laughs> size. So
1: I also think that's why um, Dio has such a similar stand to um, Jotaro, right? Dio sim- okay. Dio having Jonathan's body simply got what was on the outside, basically the same stand that Jonathan would have been in uh, Star right. Platinum, right. I actually thought they were gonna play into that when I first saw the world. Mm. Then again, I was also a dummy who thought that they were gonna rip off the uh the tubes on the back of the world's head so he can take off the world's head and then it'll remove Dio's head from Jonathan's body.
0: Oh, that's actually kinda cool.
1: I thought that's what was gonna happen. And then when I saw those same like tubes on Crazy Diamond, I was like, what if they're just a cool design element?
0: Uh, well I have a I have a thought about Crazy Diamond's tubes, but we'll we'll hold on to that for oh, a second. Okay. Oh. Um so, okay, I, I like this theory. I know it's not a true theory, mm-hmm. um, but I do like the idea that somehow Jonathan's spirit has returned to aid Jotaro in his quest to maintain the world free from Dio influence. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's a ton of evidence for it. I mean, other than the passing. Resemblances, which you could argue would be like, well, but Star Platinum is part Jotaro, and Jotaro is a jo- Star, and jo- the Joe Stars all have similar, you know, traits. You were showing me that picture of uh, Star Platinum with ears,
1: <laughs> early manga Star Platinum,
0: right? And so it's like I can see it happening, I can see it not, but I, I just I enjoy that that thought, mm-hmm. um, which, but I have a I have a counterpoint to to this theory. Okay, I want to hear it. Um, I think Jonathan is not Star Platinum. I think Jonathan is Gold Experience.
1: I actually, you know, on my list, I have, I have a list right now. Right, it says uh-huh. each person to stand. I put Jonathan is both Star Platinum and Gold Experience.
0: Okay, why did you why did you pick it? Because I didn't know you were gonna pick it too.
1: <laughs> well, I picked um, I picked it based off of two things. Number one, it can grow flowers and life and everything. And Jonathan, as we've seen. He can grow flowers on a branch, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, he punches things in rapid succession. Um, (laughs) Obviously, uh, he'd want to, like, you know, make things into small animals. I can see Jonathan doing that, especially after what happened to Danny.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: But also in Jonathan's redesign, uh, which would have come out a little bit later after Vento I want to say around the early 2000s, -hmm. uh, Jonathan got significantly less beefy. And so he would have uh, more fit the form factor of uh, what Gold Experience experience. could have been. Also, you know...
0: Right, because as...
1: Also, you know, uh, Giorno's kind of his son.
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) Right. And so, um, you're right. So part five is when he starts slimming everybody down. And then, I think you were the one that told me that Araki says he can't go backwards in style. Mm -hmm. Like he can't draw beefy old Jonathan anymore. And so he just draws slimmed out jonathan now um and yeah i mean i think there's something compelling about the idea that's like oh here's my abandoned son he needs my help uh i will now manifest myself uh using bringing all of my ham on abilities because gold experience is a ham on stand i basically i
1: can see that i can see that
0: i mean it heals but it heals very painfully right (laughs) um just like how uh healed jonathan and that was not comfortable for him but it worked yes um you've already brought up like the flowers i mean we literally have jonathan growing flowers out of a branch gold experience and um, grow that branch we have jonathan conducting Hamon the the energy of life through non-living things like his sword mm-hmm. and that's like you know non-living objects to living objects so you know there's a there's a lot of compelling evidence that it could be jonathan as um Gold experience, but I also have a different thought about gold experience.
1: Okay. If it has anything to do with Muda in Dio, I'll have you know that I immediately rebuttal.
0: I actually don't think it has to do with the Muda aspect, but I do think there might be an aspect of it being Dio, and here's why. Um, gold experience likes to kick. <laughs> uh, the world's final attack was a kick. Mm-hmm. The world and gold experience are well yellow. Yeah. Um. We have the same aspect. He's his son. I could see Dio. Uh. If. If. Jonathan was already star platinum, I could see Dio going like, "Oh wait, we can become stands." All right, I'm gonna go be Jorno stand, and you know Jorno's stand ability kind of appears out of nowhere when he's 15. That's true.
1: It just appears for him,
0: right? Um. And everyone was saying like oh it's genetic or it's latent ability but what if it's just Dio like figured out oh I'm just going to go back and become his stand. I and make that happen.
1: My only counter to that is that Jotaro used his abilities before he got his stand. True. I mean that's my only counter. I, I like I like hearing this, please go on.
0: No, I mean that's true, right? Cuz it's when he it, the when he saves the gangster, right? Yeah. Right. So I mean so the, then the question comes out well then why does why does Jorno not have a time power? Why does he have a life power? Because a Dio still died with Jonathan's body attached to him. Mm-hmm. B he does get a time power when it turns into gold experience requiem. <laughs> uh, I, I right, I, yeah, because he can counter another time and he can reset things to zero. Um, sort of. I, I actually, I actually think the anime made me rethink of what. Gold Experience Requiem's final ability actually is, but I want to see the last episode before I make any final decisions on that. But for now, let's say it's sort of time based, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Thoughts? I I do
1: like this a whole lot more than I was expecting it to. I feel like when it comes to <laughs> when, I feel like when it comes to like translating what the manga was said because you know we're going off of fan translations here. I feel like I I read right. the fan translation. I have to wait for the anime to really confirm what I thought. You get me? Because I, I could have just easily have been reading it wrong the whole time. Um,
0: yeah, and I mean, one one thing that I saw someone point out, and I, I wish I remember the username, but I, I can't remember it, um, was that the reset to zero is not actually about pulling things in reverse, but it's actually stating that during the skipped time of 10 seconds, Mm-hmm. King Crimson's will to do anything during that time is set to zero.
1: <laughs> so instead of resetting things, it's just like, I don't want to do it anymore.
0: Yeah, basically. Like your willpower and your ability to take action is set at zero during that, that time. And so it's like, Diablo is seeing visions of him punching him, and that's what he wants to do. And then he he goes to do it, and then he just doesn't do it. Because at the end of his final, uh, of the first attack of Gold Experience Requiem, Diablo just looks at himself and goes, I didn't do anything.
1: <laughs> so Gold Experience Requiem's real ability is just no.
0: It's, it's, no, it's just like sudden apathy. <laughs> <laughs> crippling depression. You see, it's I would like, I, I can't do crippling anything. Crippling
1: depression. They already used that stand. <laughs> I I, um, I like this. I don't I like know this. if the lock is Crippling Depression. I'm talking about the actual stand Crippling Depression. Oh, is there a really one? There's a stand called Crippling Depression. In what part? It's Purple Haze Feedback.
0: Oh. I did not know that. <laughs> we can already <laughs>
1: see where this guy is on the spectrum at JoJo.
0: Oh man. God. I'm sorry. Look, I'm <sighs> look, I'm still getting there, okay? <laughs> if it means um... anything, purple... <laughs>
1: Crippling Depression's abilities just it gets you hooked on drugs.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. So that's no imagination at all. It's just like, oh, what what do people with crippling depression have? Drug addiction.
1: I could um. be completely wrong. Please don't hate me. This is just <laughs> what I've
0: gleaned. Um. So I don't know. Either way, it it does grant him some time immunity time immunity powers because King Crimson can't use his fast forward ability on Jorno. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't want to give Dio this much credit. Like I I hate the idea that he's trying to be a good guy. Um, but, you know, I mean, Dio There's some aspects to it.
1: Dio never met any of his children, right? And I don't want to get into whether the stand baby is Dio's child.
0: Okay, right, yeah.
1: But I do like the idea that if he had a kid and he's just like, "You know what? I think I want to help this kid." You know? I... Yeah, even if
0: for, like, evil purposes.
1: Yeah, even if it's just for evil, because gold experience is pretty brutal.
0: <sighs> yeah, and it maybe, and I don't know, maybe you have better sense of this since you know Diego, but if Dio's looking down on Giorno and seeing Giorno's, like, horrifying childhood, that reminds him of his own, mm-hmm. and he's like, ah, uh, I could probably help, like, make that better for him you know, either on like a positive way by saying like, well, he can have a positive life or just a negative way, like, let me give him all the power I wanted to have except no vampire problems.
1: <laughs> Dio didn't have any vampire abilities to have vampire problems. At least in part, right. at
0: least in part three. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, does does Diego have more redeeming qualities about him?
1: Diego does have more redeeming qualities about him than the Dio that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, he still grew up with a a hard childhood and one that's arguably kind of worse than is one Mm. from part one. Um, And there, there are even parts of part seven where Diego plays hero. I mean, granted he still is overall antagonistic, but given everyone's gray on the morality scale in part seven, uh, it's easy to see. Right.
0: He's not that much worse than anybody
1: else. He's not that much worse than anybody else. I think that's a good way to put it. I mean, worst thing thing he does is like murder an old lady and a couple of innocent people. But, you know. Uh,
0: Do you have any other thoughts about either Gold Experience or Star Platinum?
1: Okay, when it comes to Gold Experience and Star Platinum, I think those two make a lot of sense to be Jonathan and Dio, respectively. Um, I do like the idea that Jonathan is somehow Star Platinum and Gold Experience at the same time. But I'm, I'm willing to hand it over to Dio. I'll let him win this one.
0: Well, I mean, it could also be that maybe Jonathan Spirit left Star Platinum, which is why Star Platinum's weaker.
1: By, uh, yeah, by the time Part 6 hits, yeah.
0: Or even by Part 4. I mean, like Star Platinum's significantly weaker than it was before.
1: That's true. That's true. He can't even hold his own against uh, Crazy Diamond.
0: Right, and, it, and it's assumed it's because, uh, you know, Jotaro hasn't been practicing, but... I mean, look. Star Platinum is even less buff. Why would he be less buff unless the spirit of Jonathan? Left <laughs>
1: this is, yeah, every every time John, a little more Jonathan leaves, he gets less buff.
0: Yeah, I mean, he he did kill Dio. He set out what he had to do, and so Jonathan went back up and mm-hmm. then saw his new son was in problems. Like, all right, I'll we'll back down, and fix one more thing.
1: <laughs> all right, so uh, let's get on to the uh, let's get on to the next one. Joseph's stand. Uh, Hermit Purple. I want your take hmm. on this.
0: I mean, I don't... So Hermit Purple is supposed to be the, the stand manifestation of Hamon users. Yes. That just seems like an a, an answer Araki pulled out for an interview. <laughs> like, somebody asked them, and he's like, I don't know this.
1: <laughs> knowing... All the Hamon users have one.
0: Yeah, because knowing he wouldn't ever have to, like, actually address it, you know? <laughs> It feels a little bit J.K. Rowling like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna change aspects of my character history because somebody asked me, and whatever, it doesn't matter. It's all done anyway. Moving on. I
1: was I was gonna say I was gonna say I was gonna pull J.K. Rowling and say, you know, Dio and Pucci had an intense sexual relationship, and I realized I remembered it's true.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if if. I don't think, it, and I really do think, though, there are some hem on aspects to Hermit Purple that are pretty strong. I mean, um, Ton Petty could predict the future. <laughs> Joseph can kind of predict the future. I, um,
1: I guess, yeah.
0: You know, he uses it like a whip and a grappling hook. And a map. I mean, that seems very Joseph of him. Like, let me use this in a way that, you know, is unintended.
1: <laughs> let me do the full Indiana Jones. He already got the fit.
0: Yeah, the one thing that always sort of surprised me um, when I really thought about it is, like, why why does it work so well with electronics? Hmm. Because right? is... it goes from, like, I use this camera to make spirit photos to, I can check to see if this video game's been hacked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he hacks the video game for him.
0: Or, let me play, or let me pilot this plane.
1: <laughs> I mean, I just think that's because Hamon may be electrical in nature. Right,
0: maybe, or it's like his living life force goes through the inanimate object, and so he knows.
1: He knows exactly what's going on through it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't think I don't think Hermit Purple's a ghost of anything. No, that's where I'm going with it.
1: I I was gonna uh, pull something because even though Holly does not know Hamon, she does indeed have a Hermit Purple of her own. Right. True. And if you know Hermit Purple, will really is the manifestation of uh. Hamon users, then what the heck is she doing with one? We don't see her use that many Hamon throughout the whole part.
0: I mean, maybe we don't know what her stand was gonna be. It looked viney, but maybe it was gonna turn into like a vine person.
1: <laughs> it was gonna be a, like so. Uh, J- so <laughs> Joseph would have another stand to be jealous of.
0: Maybe it was like a it was gonna be like a weeping bell.
1: <sighs> it's just a giant plant.
0: Yeah, I like a poison ivy.
1: I don't know, I i i like the idea that um i like the idea that um joseph stand is uh george the
0: second oh that's interesting right all right do tell okay
1: so george right um unless you read george joestar which is not very canonical to the whole series
0: i have still not read it i don't know if i'm going to keep going
1: uh it's it's a very odd it's a very odd uh off novel
0: why is raimi there <laughs>
1: Okay, you're, out of all the characters, out of Diavolo being there, Poochie being there, you're going to ask why Raimi's there.
0: Yeah, she's like a random teenage girl who dies. I don't know. Like, why?
1: Ghost time travel powers, who knows?
0: I know. I'm more
1: questioning why Diavolo's there. Um, Back in, like, the 1920s. And, like, 1910s.
0: I, well, I don't know. I'm, who knows? <laughs> somebody didn't... It's like somebody just got to, like randomly bid on writing that book and then that person got it and they're like, oh, I didn't think I was actually going to get it. <laughs> let me just jam all the characters I can think of I in think there. they're going
1: to let me do it. Um, okay, so I like this idea because um, as we know, George died very early in Joseph's life and uh, he never really got to know his son, you know? At most, uh, Joseph was a baby when uh, George died or he got murdered. Mm-hmm. And... I like this idea where Joseph grew up without his parents. He was raised by Granny Arena. He didn't even know who his mom was until he was 20. Well, yeah, until he was like 18 to 20. And so George has come back in this very big time of need, right? When the entire family is at stake. And he's kind of represented a way where he's kind of hugging his son.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: Right? As we see, you know, Joseph summons Hermit Purple across his whole body. When he does summon it, uh, such as when Dio was about to suck his blood, before he was like, "Hold up, I know these tricks." He pulls up, you know, Joseph's shirt. He's like, "Knew it, vines."
0: <sighs> I like that. Oh, I never thought of that. I like that one a lot.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I thought it was kind of, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just all the fanfic running through my head, but I I like the idea that he's finally being able to hug his son for the first time. Or at least the first time. And in a I long mean, time.
0: like it kind of makes sense because George would have been a World War One aviation pilot. World War One pilots did not do a lot of like combat because the planes didn't have guns that worked that well, mm-hmm. and also the, there weren't that many other planes to fight. So they were mostly reconnaissance, which meant that George would have been mostly flying around doing what? Taking pictures.
1: And here he is, still taking pictures
0: at long distance for reconnaissance. To help his son.
1: Uh, Doesn't explain why Dio can do it better.
0: Um, uh, no, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think there's more credence in this than I originally thought. I, I like that one. Good one. Good one. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Do we go over Jotaro again? Or
0: <laughs> I think that I, if it's not Jonathan, I don't know who it would be. I don't think it's. I mean, Joseph's still alive, so Uh, uh... unless you want to do something crazy like it's Wamuu. <laughs> i mean <laughs> buff guy kind of naked i mean originally when i saw star
1: platinum i thought like is this like a pillar man cl- like ghost where it's like oh you've earned my respect i'm gonna fight for you in the afterlife kind of thing
0: i mean of the pillar man it would have been wamu right it would have been wamu because he respected joseph's like joseph i will fight by your side for your grandson for the honor you showed me
1: now nah, it's just a breathing power that later on did not involve breathing Oh,
0: uh, yeah. I, I don't know. There you go. Here's your, there's your crack <laughs> theory, fans. Uh, Star Platinum's WAMU okay? Star Platinum is Wamu
1: confirmed. Um, okay. I want your idea on Josuke.
0: Okay. <clears throat> I'm actually super proud of this one. I'm really excited about this. Let's see if you so, have
1: the same person.
0: Crazy Diamond. Um, Crazy Diamond has a very peculiar design. Don't you think? I do. I mean, he's kind of armored up, he's kind of the worldy. Lots, lots of. Lots and lots of plates. There's like breathing tubes behind him for some reason. Um, when he moves, there's like a mechanical noise, a <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like robotic, as if maybe his body had to be reconstructed. I know from where this being is going. squashed oh. by a stone.
1: Oh, oh, I was not expecting.
0: <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, Crazy Diamond is none no other than Caesar Zappelli.
1: <laughs> Crazy Diamond is Caesar's is
0: Caesar Zappelli. Okay, watch watch this. Okay. This is great. This is perfect. I'm, I'm listening. So, we've already talked about that Hamon is the healing ability, right? And yeah. that's part of the reason that Jonathan was a contender for being gold experience. Mm-hmm. But, Jonathan never really mastered that aspect of Hamon, neither did Joseph, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But, who were the people that did master those aspects of Hamon? Well, Will A. Zeppoli, and of course his grandson, Caesar, who studied Hammon longer and far more seriously than either Joe Star did? Mm-hmm. That would mean that their healing abilities would be stronger, aka Crazy Diamond's healing ability is much more effective than Gold Experience. Yes. However, the Zippelis were never able to save themselves. That's why he can't heal himself.
1: <laughs> we're, we're, we're just touching, we're just digging deep here.
0: Now, furthermore, I've already said that his body seems reconstructed like it's, uh, like he's been crushed by a rock. Um, <laughs> jo- Joseph didn't know about Josuke's existence for 16 years, and yet Crazy Diamond has been with him for like 12 of those years when Josuke was about four. Yes. So Caesar's up in heaven, looking down, seeing the situation unfold, going like, oh no, my friend, Joseph has a son and no one's going there to be there to protect him. Another a child abandoned by his father. I cannot let this stand!" Yeah, And then he goes, oh, stand! I'm gonna go down there! Be a stand! <laughs> so of all the people that would be looking out for Joseph, who would care most about having an abandoned father, would be, of course, Caesar. Who had
1: a father who abandoned him.
0: Who abandoned him, right? <clears throat> and then, lastly, Caesar is not going to pass judgment on the fact that Joseph cheated on Susie Q. <laughs>
1: Caesar can't pass any judgment there.
0: No, I mean he—he's all around town, new lady in every single scene, right? Yes, he's Italian, so he's like, ah, I get it, Joseph, I understand.
1: It's just a comment on Italian. I would have done the
0: same thing, (laughs) right? Yeah. So then, um, lastly, I think you could make some stylistic connections. He's got the, uh, you know, Caesar is one of the most early effeminate characters mm-hmm. in the series. I mean, he's wearing the goofy boat, like the Chippendale bow tie. <laughs> he's got, you know, ribbons in his hair. He's got little um, wings. Yeah. He's got the wings later. And then, you know, crazy Diamond is just, it's like a bunch of hearts in pink. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sparkly. Um, you know, he, the, the effect of crazy diamond materializing and dematerializing, at least in like highly animated sections is sort of a sparkle. Right. Mm hmm. What else reflects like, like that?
1: Bubbles. bubbles. Oh, yeah.
0: And, he, yeah.
1: and um, he has to fight against Bubbles in the final, te- final fight does. against Kira. Oh, I
0: missed that one. Yeah, that's true. He does have to fight <laughs> against Bubbles. Huh,
1: and he has to make his own kind of glass Bubbles to go ahead and shoot him down at Kira.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: You know, Araki chose uh, Caesar's ability to be Bubbles because like a bubble, his life would have been beautiful yet fleeting. Oh yeah. I don't know. I just I like bring oh. I like bringing that up and I I like this theory.
0: So yeah, I think if if the Stan ghost thing is true, then Josuke's protector is none other than Caesar Zeppeli.
1: Caesar Zeppeli. I, I feel like mine's I don't know if it's more or less crackpot than yours. <laughs> okay, hear me out. Hear me out.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Crazy Diamond boy, right? This uh-huh. big beefy, you know, shiny boy. I put George the first. Huh? I think that George the first uh, could be crazy diamond. And I have a few reasons for this. Okay. I have a few reasons okay. for this. Okay. Number one, crazy diamond heals, right? And what's the one thing that George the mm-hmm. first could not do in his lifetime?
0: But he did try a lot. He so that tried. Makes sense. He
1: tried a lot, right? He tried to heal Dio. He tried to make him a good boy. He tried to bring him up. He tried to help him as much as he could, but it just didn't work out at the end. And you know that's the one thing that led to killing him. And so, what does Josuke do? He makes friends out of all of his enemies, or mm. at least most of them, right? Oh, I think those. True. I think those two connect, right? Um, another reason. It's also like a Joe star that we didn't get a lot of
0: time with.
1: We didn't really know George the first, other than the semi strict father that he was.
0: But no, I actually, I actually kind of like this <clears throat> on that aspect of it, just because. You know, we have soft moments with him, especially when he gets sick, Um, you know, where he's happy. He's laughing with both Jonathan and Dio. And then he confides in Jonathan like, I was stricter with you because you were my son and I wanted you to be the best. And I was too lenient with Dio because I thought he had a hard life and I was I was just trying to cut him a break. But I, I think I made a mistake and I should have been as harsh with him as I was with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Speedwagon himself declares that everything that's noble about this gentleman has passed on to his son. And now
1: he's passed on to his son's son's son.
0: Yeah. I don't know, okay. I, I
1: I think I only came up with that on, on that basis alone, quite honestly.
0: I mean, it's a, it is a nice connection. That's not one I thought of, so yeah. I do like it. And let's not forget,
1: he's also involved in another burning house.
0: That, <laughs> that's true. Uh, although... Hmm. Who? Wait, no, wait. Who set the house on fire? I forget.
1: Um, I think it was just that uh, something was left on.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Because they were all paying attention to the stupid dice game.
1: <laughs> He's involved in two burning houses. Maybe that's why he didn't want to fix the house. <laughs> that's why he couldn't. Maybe he didn't want to be another, another. It could burning just house. be
0: that Rohan Kishibe sucks. But whatever.
1: <sighs> I'm on. I personally, I'm on the Rohan is better than he is than he is not gang. So,
0: be but aware. I still like him. I just think, um, (laughs) he's a difficult, he must be so difficult to get along with. Yeah. He's such a diva.
1: I mean, you have to let him roll through your memories for a while. He knows you more. Do you
0: think, so if Araki has already admitted it's his self-insert, do you think Araki is difficult to get along with? I think Araki could be
1: uh, a little difficult to get along with. I honestly think that he'd be one of those people that's a little more introverted, Mm-hmm. Then he is, you know, willing to, like, talk about himself and what he does.
0: And then, like, when he finally does say something, it's something awkward, like, hey, did you know that there's a certain kind of mold that only activates when you go lower in altitude?
1: <laughs> Do you know that like, in zero gravity oh, oh. you have to pee? <laughs> like, bad.
0: Which, I, I can relate, I can be like that sometimes in, in social situations. I'm totally just like, oh, I'm gonna say this thing, it's gonna be interesting, and everyone looks at me like... No, that's just weird. Why would you say that? Did you know they
1: murdered people on this bridge?
0: <laughs> hey, hey, spoilers. <laughs> Our spoiler warning was not for that movie.
1: Uh, um, sorry, buddy. Spider Man.
0: Uh,
1: okay. Okay, now I think we want to get to the most obvious one so far. Jolene Risa Risa. Explain your position. Go. Okay, so my position. Think about this: the embodiment of Jolene's soul wears sunglasses. Yeah, there's only one other person badass enough that I can imagine their soul wearing sunglasses. And that's yeah. Lisa Lisa, who wore sunglasses <laughs> yep. in the nineteen like twenties and thirties. Right. All right. How common would that have been? <laughs> right. This woman who you walk around wearing sunglasses, just being cool. Right. I think that her scarf that conducts ham on is very I. It's not similar to Jolene's string, but I think it's just similar enough, right um there's a lot of blue going on uh there's some pearls on Stone free that I guess I like to associate with like the nineteen like you know twenties and thirties and stuff when that stuff could would have been you know uh popular and like right i mean everywhere. when you
0: when you think of Lisa Lisa, she's definitely extremely elegant, yes. So, yeah, I mean, I I kind of vibe with this, too. I also just like the idea that, you know, we got to get some of the Lady Joe stars in this mix.
1: I mean, only only backside to this uh, um, theory is that it would involve Lisa Lisa already being dead by the time Stone Ocean happens.
0: Right. And that's confusing. Granted, Um,
1: she'd be over 100. So it makes sense. But (laughs) she could be in Hollywood um just living on with her ham on.
0: Yeah, it's kind of an interesting question. I know some people have claimed that with Joseph staying stating, oh, I talked to my mother about the birth the birthmarks once and makes it imply that she's dead already by part 3. Um which wouldn't be un- incon- inconceivable because she would be in her 80s and maybe if she dropped her ham on training just like everyone else.
1: As soon as the like, world was back at peace?
0: Yeah, I mean, she said herself her duty was to protect the Red Stone of Asia, and there's not really a need to do that anymore, so... <laughs> After, like... <laughs> but then again, you've dedicated your entire life to doing this one thing, like, are you really gonna stop? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I I like the little comics where Lisa Lisa is, like, old, and she's uh, helping raise Jotaro. And she's basically who kind of conditioned him to be like super like, like, you know, tough and everything. Mm -hmm. I I like the idea that she's alive in part three, but I think as soon as part four hits, that's where we get into the whole, she should probably be dead by now.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I could see a strong argument, especially by part six. That's what, 2011? Yeah, she'd be, (laughs) she'd be well over 120 years old by that point.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Then again, how old was Ton Petty again?
0: Oh, that's true. Right. I don't think we've actually ever confirmed it, but he seems super old.
1: Yeah, Tonpetty was just he was an old dude.
0: I mean, he was already old when Will Zeppelin met him.
1: <laughs> and that was a good 20 years before Phantom Blood.
0: I think it's more though, because remember when when uh Will Zeppeli gives up all this ham on to Jonathan. He's oh yeah, he's he gray ages, and he's, right? he's an old man, yeah. So I mean forty years? <laughs>
1: If he's maybe as much of a ham on master as he uh, as he claims to be,
0: yeah, I don't know.
1: That's trying to determine Lisa Lisa's lifespan is. <laughs> it, I don't think
0: hundred and of... twenty is not inconceivable. Considering I think some people have lived to one hundred and twelve without ham on in real life. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, like the oldest a person's ever been is like one hundred twenty, right?
0: Is that so? I don't know. I
1: think so. Unless you're going to take those claims about the the man in Vietnam. <laughs> Where he's like 160 or something as a fact. But I can't confirm oh, well.
0: it. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone can. Um. Hmm. Okay, well, let's let's talk about Kakyoin. All right. Which I do kinda like this theory. Mm-hmm. Um You know, your best friend's daughter is in trouble. Who's gonna come save you? It's MILF Hunter Kakuain. I mean Hierophant <sighs> Green can unwind itself. Stonefree's ability is to make uh Jolene unwind herself into string, so there's a connection there. Yes, Kakuin wears sunglasses, Stone Free wears sunglasses. Um, I think just the the unfinished emotional connection between Kakuin and Jotaro, and then I mean, I, haven't, I still haven't finished part six, but you know, there's a lot of Dio nonsense in there, so I could see Kakuin being like, Finally, get my crack at, get my crack of you know, at- settling some scores,
1: being a stand. Soon she gets pierced by that little arrow thingy. Yeah. Now now was uh Jolene's mom being single. Uh part of that reason why he went down.
0: <laughs> I don't know, because then why is the stand female?
1: I Is it just uh, because Jolene's female? I mean, I I think a female user can have a male stand.
0: Hmm, think this through. How's that happened?
1: I was gonna say KISS, but no, KISS has breasts.
0: Um
1: Uh. Uh, jailhouse.
0: What about that that picture of old Shizuka?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I think that stands pretty. Akchung
0: baby, is that a is that a female stand? I think
1: Akchung baby's design is. Let me look at that. I think it's pretty ambiguous with its design. Um, I'm thinking Jailhouse Lock, but that stand's just weird looking, and it it, wouldn't, it doesn't even look uh, like a dude. No,
0: old 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 Shizuka's looks like a female stand too. Huh. Who are the other female stand users? Yukako. Well, no idea. <laughs> Sim-
1: I, well, Yukako. Um, at least her alternate world counterpart in Part Eight, she does get like a punchy ghost. Is it female? Uh, it is female though.
0: Uh, Cinderella. C- is Cinderella female. Cinderella
1: has breasts. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tr- I'm thinking uh, uh,
1: Walking Heart Part Eight. I'm just gonna yeah. go ahead and confirm that.
0: Tri- oh no, Spice Girl does. <laughs> mm. <laughs> ah i know aerosmith
1: i don't know how to break this to you
0: what it, what
1: <laughs> it's he's orange boy oh no <laughs> oh no wait walking heart has breasts oh i know uh four in part eight um there's this character jobin's wife okay and um she is uh She has a stand that we see later on. It's unknown whether she's had this stand for a while or it just appeared right there. But if I'm right, her stand, uh, it's awakening. It's awakening three leaves. Here we go. This stand is pretty ambiguous um, because it wears a huge poncho. Oh, I think that's a case of a female user with a male looking stand. We can't confirm it's male looking, but at the very least, it doesn't show any uh, female traits.
0: What about Midler?
1: Her stand—it doesn't have a uh, a lady face
0: on it. it doesn't have much of a, anything face.
1: <laughs> I mean, just naturally it doesn't have like a lady face on it, right? A high priestess—it has like a kabuki. Well, it has. Like, oh, that's true. Has like a kabuki face that can be seen as a, as male
0: empress.
1: I got the perfect one, Bastet.
0: Oh, but those are, but those—that's a female receiving plug. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I already thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> you got it.
1: You got it. You got it. Just show me up on this one, don't you?
0: As I'm looking. Well, okay. Maybe so. Okay. Well, let's just go with the fact that it seems that female stand users have female stands. So maybe Kakuine is morphed as a result of being part of a female stand user.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm willing to accept that. Oh, I got it. Marilyn Manson. Deck collector. That one is a female user male stand. Uh. Finally, part six. Thank you, Iraqi. Yeah, no, this is a it's a male stand. It has at least male pectoral, you know, muscles. Hmm. And the f-
0: okay. Well there you go. There's one. Hooray. We got one. It
1: can happen. Um <laughs> do we jump to uh part seven, Johnny?
0: I mean, I, I don't know. I
1: mean I can make uh <laughs> I can make an argument for one thing. All right, do it. All right, so there's there's two possible uh, people this could be. Um, now, Chris, I'm gonna have to say a little spoiler warning for you. That's fine. All right, do it. Okay, so in part seven, the way that people receive their stands is not through some arrow or nothing like that. It's through Jesus. It's through giving your body to Jesus. Literally, you have to take Jesus like his like his corpse arm into your body, and then he gives you a stand. Really? Either that. Or you can go into like this roving like desert. This desert literally moves from place to place because it has like Jesus's soul in it. And if you get caught up in that uh. desert, there's like a very low chance that you'll get a stand and you'll survive. Um But a lot of people that go there so wait, don't survive.
0: Be, the way to get a stand in part seven is completely different than part eight. Yes. That is weird.
1: Well, it's it's related kind of actually. Um. But that I I'll get into that right now. So Johnny literally gives his you know body to Jesus. He takes Jesus's arm into his body, and then he gets his stand tusk, or at least Act One of Tusk. And as he accepts more Jesus into him, he 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 gets a Tusk Act Four. Um, now I believe that Tusk it can be three different things. It can be Jesus, considering all the miracles it pulls. Like this stand just okay. pulls powers right out of his ass, right? Okay. It could be uh, Johnny's brother. And if I'm right, his name is Josh. Um, Johnny had an older brother who had died. Um, so Johnny's father, George, in the alternate universe, wanted Johnny to get rid of his pet rat, Danny. Now, George wanted Johnny to kill the pet rat, but Johnny obviously didn't want to kill his pet. So Josh was just like, hey, if you set it free in the woods, I'll get like the dead rat from my uh, school. And I'll show it to Dad, and he'll think that you killed it. Um, only thing is that Johnny sets the rat free, then the next day, when his brother's riding a horse, the horse uh is spooked by the rat. It falls backwards and it kills him.
0: Oh, jeez.
1: And Johnny forever felt guilty of that. He he personally thought that he killed his brother. Um, Yikes. And yeah. a lot of his a lot of the issues he has in the part comes from that. Uh his father straight up says God took the wrong son, and uh So I it could be his brother basically coming back just to be like, hey, just know I'm on your side, you know.
0: Okay, yeah, I like that. Progressively,
1: as things get worse and worse for Johnny, he becomes a bigger and bigger part of him and, you know, a bigger and bigger help. Um, You know, it could be Jesus, could be him or it could be the Holy Spirit just because, you know, we already have Jesus involved. So, yeah, that's my whole Johnny uh, theory.
0: Okay, all right. All right. I like it. Mm hmm.
1: So, do I get into part eight?
0: I don't know. Do you want to get into part eight? Part
1: eight's a weird one. Uh, if we're t- because we straight up skip from the 1880s to like 2000 and like 14, and
0: right. So all the other Joe stars have sort of mundane lives.
1: Yeah, we can assume. They're, well, first off, they're all like Japanese, right? Right, which is a big difference. And secondly, we can assume that they all have very mundane lives. Uh, as, you know, they've just kind of lived in Japan for the longest time. Um, and I that, Josuke in Part 8, or I guess I should call him Fumi just for the sake of non-confusing everybody. I'm going to be referring to Part 8, Josuke's Fumi from now on. Uh, he's a mix Got of it. two people. He's Kira, who is <laughs> who is Kira and Jotaro, because, you know, Jotaro's mom, Kira's dad. And he's also uh, Fumi who is Tomoko and God knows who. So you mix all those characters together. He's like three different people at once, or at least three people that we would have known of beforehand uh, in the other universe. And so when he gets his, when he shows off his stand soft and wet, because Josefumi already has the bubbles and Kira already has Killer Queen. So when they mix together and they create soft and wet, it's kind of like, well, who could that be? we don't know Joseph Fumi's family or his background other than Tomoko and you know Holly Joestar Kira all that mm-hmm. it's you know none of the other Joestars except for Johnny led like you know a particularly in- interesting life um but i do believe that it does have something to do with Johnny i believe that every stand in part 8 um except for the rock humans has something to do with Johnny cuz okay. what we fi- <laughs> so what we find out at the beginning of part or at least near the beginning of part eight is that, um, Johnny in after steel ball run, he actually had a child and he was living in Japan with his wife. Now mm-hmm. this child came down with a mysterious illness. Um, so he had stole, he had went back to America, stole Jesus corpse, um, that they had locked up in Washington. He went back to Japan and he had tried to use it, uh, as a way of using, um, equivalent exchange so he would get the disease instead of his instead of his son so he gets the corpse uses equivalent exchange his son is okay but i guess he couldn't get the disease and so it tried to exchange it a different way and he just got crushed by a rock oh he he got the caesar treatment
0: so he Caesared himself wow
1: yeah but what we see after that is that the area in which johnny died uh the area itself gets a stand um, and Jesus is, like, absorbed into the ground. So currently Jesus is in Japan. <laughs> or at least he, like, decomposed into the earth, maybe? Um,
0: hmm. Okay, but okay. But the,
1: um, the area where Johnny died becomes Shakedown Road. Uh, and it's known as Shakedown Road because there's this stand that exists that all the people on Shakedown Road use, but they just don't know it's a stand. And it's, like, these little leaves that exist on the ground. And they're basically so fast that they can transport things instantly between two different locations um
0: sort of a sort of a uh harvest requiem
1: kind of yeah, um, and so I consider that Johnny's a stand that Johnny is, <laughs> right mm. so Johnny's already that ghost, but if you want to take the walleyes, aka like the weird holes that pop up in Morio um and the bite marks people get where they when they get stands as like how people got their stands. That's fine. I don't know, maybe Johnny Johnny's ghost or something turned into a dog. Hmm. God, who knows.
0: Now, are are we tinkering at all with the idea that some of these part 8 stands could be their alternate universe counterparts?
1: Um I mean, we already have like alternate universe Yukako kind of um and her stand is But I
0: mean, not even just in character, but just like is soft and wet the reincarnated spirit of like other universe Yoshikaga Kira.
1: Only issue with that is that there is an ultimate universe Yoshikaga Kira and he still has Killer Queen.
0: Right. Mm.
1: I mean granted it's a different Killer Queen with uh slightly different abilities and right, a, a right, softer right. face.
0: Well, okay, so there you go. These those are our Stan Ghost theories.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry it trailed off so terribly at the end there
0: oh no it's fine it, it's i think the stand ghosts make more sense with the first set of universe because it has existed longer and like you said when there's fewer people having interesting lives and dying in part seven and eight you have fewer ghosts to draw upon so yeah.
1: i mean there is one stand that was straight up a ghost it's Malagro man
0: oh well, there you go <laughs> see rocky what we do what we're asking right now is for more donuts Please, please we rock. need more donuts to make our stands.
1: Give me a donut, please. I need it. So, uh, would you say that ends off our little uh, theory talk?
0: Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of a clever way to introduce the meme of the week. Um, let's you know, with see. All this
1: talk ghost stands, stand ghosts. I feel like maybe there's. Not quite a clever way to introduce the meme of the week.
0: Oh, oh ghosts, uh, ghosts, Raimi is a ghost. Uh, the okay. hey, don't look behind you because here comes the meme of the week. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. He doesn't hold it up. He off. doesn't
1: got it. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, you got one? Should I go first?
1: I mean, I have one unless you want to go first.
0: No, you go ahead. You go ahead.
1: All right, so my meme of the week comes from uh Boba Tea milk and that is B-O-B-A-T-E-A-M-I-L-K on Instagram and it is uh prosciutto from part five saying hey risotto can you give you some net and then he just immediately coughs up some nails <laughs> and then he says uh thanks
0: uh all right. be careful what you ask risotto <laughs> all right what's yours don't don't ask him for some scissors <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh Reddit has been overrun with Angelo posts over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, but this one really got me. It's uh Josuke and Koichi. They're they're walking by, um, you know, and they're when they're saying yo Angelo. Except it's in front of a picture of uh, Han Solo and Carbonite <laughs> and they're saying Yo Hanjelo. Angelo. Uh and this comes from user uh what a fruit on Reddit So yo Angelo
1: Yo Angelo <laughs> Remember everybody. Oh boy. Don't forget to comment yo Angelo every time you see a uh Maui face emoji. A Easter yeah. Easter Island head emoji.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just you know, say it to rocks as you walk by. I did that yesterday. I was walking by a rock and I just went, Yo Angelo.
1: You know, I, I once did that on a date and she um she looked at me weird the rest of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't do it on a date, listeners, but um if you're just walking around with your kids, which is what I was doing, um, they say dumb things anyway, so who cares?
1: <laughs> if you can slowly indoctrinate your children to say, yo, Angelo, <laughs> does that count as <laughs> child abuse?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's just be called good parenting.
1: Excellent parenting. Uh better than Joe Rose anyway.
0: Oof. All right. Take us out. Take us out.
1: All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we have a Twitter at no dignity pod. We have our Instagram at no underscore dignity underscore podcast. Um, you can also message us uh, with questions, inquiries, and or episode suggestions on anchor.fm. FM. Uh, I've been Alex. I have my own YouTube channel, a squid TV and my own social media at a squid V on Twitter and um, a squid V on Instagram and Chris. And you're,
0: you're about to finish up a, a Jojo video. That's right. Your YouTube I'm finishing. Right? I'm
1: finishing up a Jojo video right now. It is called <laughs> top 10 Jojos.
0: It's <laughs> top 10. JoJo's.
1: My top 10 Jojos.
0: I, I am embarrassed to say I did not get the joke initially when he told me that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> If you want any more of me, you can go to stillzeropodcast.com. That's my Star Wars podcast where we play Star Wars role-playing games with my brother. Uh, we're about to start Season 3 in a few months. Probably late August, so it could be a good jumping-on point. Or you can just, you know, go and binge it. Because, you know, that's what we are. We're a binge culture, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I binged the entirety of Stranger Things Season 3 in one day.
0: I still haven't even watched Season 2. That's not
1: healthy. That's like 12 hours. Yikes.
0: Uh, all right well time to head out of here but before we go did you know that koichi was posting spider-man far from home spoilers on instagram really no dignity to be continued